just the way I would defend a small helpless child if somebody tried to attack it or come against it, I'd be like, you better watch your back, mate, because I'm coming for you. That's how I feel about my body. It's, it's helpless. It's defenseless. All it's ever tried to do is do the right thing by me. And I have attacked it from day one. I will not live that way anymore. I just, like, I simply refuse. Hey, girl, I'm Kylie Pax. After a lifetime of emotional eating, struggling with my weight, and being a cereal dieter, I finally found the missing key to weight loss, and I lost 20 kilos. Each week, I'll give you my no BS weight loss advice so you can sprinkle it over your life and your dinner plate and lose weight too. Everything I teach you is fluff free. That means you'll learn simple strategies to master not only your weight, but your mindset as well. Girl, you get that in check and those extra kilos will never haunt your booty again. If you're ready to lose the weight for life, let's go. What is up my gorgeous, fabulous creatures and welcome to episode number 55 of the No BS Weight Loss Podcast. Today we're talking about a very special topic that is near and dear to my heart for sure, which is how to stop feeling like a failure, I want to say a fat failure, when you feel like you can't lose weight. Now, let's start by saying today, there's lots of clapping going on, let's start by saying it's impossible to feel like something that you don't truly believe at some level that you are. Here's what I mean by that. I had a coach, uh, an amazing life coach many years ago. I've spoken about him before, actually, Stefan Lovegrove. He's America's, America's life coach now. And he was quite incredible. And he taught me a concept that I still use to this day, which I think he called the purple elephant concept or syndrome, purple elephant syndrome. Let's just go with that. Here's what it means. If a random stranger well, if you're walking down the street and a rando walks up to you and just looks at you and just goes, ah, ha, ha, oh my God, points and laughs and goes, you're a purple elephant. You, there is not one part of you, not one skerrick. There is not one tiny little cell in your body that would resonate with that, that would think, oh my God, that's so true. There is nothing. In fact, what would happen is you'd get back to the office or you'd get back home that night and you would say to your partner, the most random thing happened to me today. This complete lunatic walked up to me and told me I was a purple elephant. Like, seriously, what a deranged concept, right? You would laugh it off and it would not affect you at all for the rest of the day or ever. What if we change that scenario? Let's flip it. You're walking down the street and still a stranger walks up to you and they say to you, ooh, you're fat. Oh yeah, pausing for emphasis here, my darling. Ew, you're fat. Tell me, is there a part of you that would go, oh my God, <laughs> I must really be fat. If a complete stranger is walking up to me and telling me I'm fat, there is many particles in your body that would resonate with that. There is a whole ton of stories in your head that would resonate with that. You would get back to the office probably in tears. And certainly that night when you got home, you would be telling your partner, for it, like you would be tearing your hair out and frantically like racing through Google. Like, I've got to find a new diet. Oh my God, a complete stranger walked up to me and told me I was fat today. You would be hysterical and beside yourself. Here's what this story is all about. There is no part of you that believes even remotely that you are a purple elephant. Therefore, if somebody says it to you, it means literally nothing and it washes off like duck water off a duck's back. But if someone says to you, you're fat, whether you know that person or not, that is a deep-seated belief 
and or slash fear that you have inside and you would 100% resonate with that. So this is what I mean when I say to you, there has to be a part of you that actually believes that you are the world's greatest loser when it comes to losing weight, that yeah, I am a loser. I am, look at me. I could list you off a thousand diets off the top of my head. I've done Jenny Craig, I've done Weight WW, I've done fucking Noom, I have done uh, every diet under the sun. Personally, I even made up my own. I started a new one every week at least, or at the very least, I would do a new diet. It would last, you know, a few days within that week. Then I would give myself a week's reprieve and I would eat, 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 eat all the foods, everything, until probably the next week when I could face starting another new one, which again, ended the same way. It would end with me stuffing my face. I mean, that's how Atkins for me lasted less than 24 hours. In fact, it probably, it lasted one meal breakfast. I was determined to do Atkins. However, I'm a vegan slash vegetarian, so... <laughs> What the fuck was I thinking? I took this hunk of, I think I did oily, greasy eggs. Maybe I put some chicken or, but are you supposed to eat bacon and cheese and all that stuff when Atkins was a thing? Really now it's kind of just switched to um, paleo, they call it. But uh, no, 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 no. That lasted one meal, one meal. I was so sick after eating just one meal of this Atkins food that I was just like, oh my God, I'd rather be fat. Quite frankly, I would rather be fat than eat this way. And so this is what I mean when I talk about, there is a part of you though that thinks, man, if I can't even eat this food, what sort of a fucking failure must I be? If I can't even just stick to this for a few days, a few meals, I had watched my friends do it. I watched my girlfriend lose a shit ton of weight doing Atkins. She was eating the nuts and doing the things. It was fabulous. I had seen it work for so many other people. And this is what it's like for us with diets. We see it working for other people, but when it comes to us, we just can't seem to make it stick. So this is why I teach in my concept, all throughout every concept that I've ever taught, and most especially in F the Scale, and in my free course that I share with you, kyliepacks.com forward slash free course people, it's all there and it's free. I teach, uh, well, I teach you the five steps that I use personally to lose 20 kilos. However, what I teach is the importance of micro steps. Micro people, diet, any kind of diet, and I'm not, listen, I say this and I just sort of say, and I'm going to put it under an umbrella of diets, quote unquote diets, but I'm never shitting on anybody's diet plan. Like I'm not even shitting on diets in general. I say this and I'll just say it again to reinforce it. Diets work. Of course they work. If they didn't, there wouldn't be any. Diets work. However, your definition of work is what we need to clarify because diets will get weight off you if that's what you want to do. If you want to lose a short amount of weight, uh, sorry, a small amount of weight for a short period of time, a diet is a fabulous way to do that. However, if you want to lose the weight for good, a diet, it just can't fulfill that need. It, it would, I'm sure it would love to, but it cannot because it is usually quite extreme and quite restrictive and you know, you, nobody wants to live that way. So we need to understand the importance of micro changes and how they can facilitate permanent weight loss in our lives. I teach the importance of micro changes. And what I mean by this is, rather than cleaning out the whole fucking kitchen pantry, like we've all done a thousand times, I'm never eating this again, never eating this again, having a last supper, eating everything you can get your hands on, rather than throwing it in the bin, well, it can't be wasteful, don't throw it in the bin, I'll just eat it. We stuff our faces and then we think 
in our heads that tomorrow is going to be magical and I will not crave anything anymore and this is going to be easy. What a piece of cake this is going to be. We go on this fancy plan and that is what I would call a macro change. That is a huge fucking change. What part of our demented brain thinks that this is a successful plan? Nobody. It's like, I can't even compare it to anything. I can't think of anything. It's so absurd. It's a huge, huge change that sends your body into shock waves of horror. Now, especially, most especially, if you, like most of us here listening to the podcast, have years and years of diet trauma behind you, then any new diet that you try and try and try now, try to implement now, will trigger those years of diet trauma. And the diet might be quite like quite okay it might not be that much of an issue like it might be fine but you will have these years of diet trauma that is literally stored in your body and your body your brain your mind especially your subconscious brain will remember all the fucking times that you have done this to yourself in the past when it was hideous when it was torturous when you were extremely deprived the times when you felt like you were almost starving the times when you nearly passed out the times when you then stuffed your face and gained more weight all of that is recorded in your mind don't think that that stuff happens and then it filters off into cyberspace, our brain stores it all and it brings it back to us as feelings and emotions. You might not have it as an instant memory when you start a, your new diet plan, when you start your fancy plan. It's probably not going to pop up as a memory because that might cause you to double think and we don't want that. It's, but it's going to be triggered as feelings and emotions and then you're not going to understand why you feel so stressed and upset and really craving and having strong urges for food that seem out of proportion to the way it should actually be in that moment. There's no urgency. You're not starving. There's food all over the place, but you're having an urge to eat that you really can't explain. It's that strong. That is your years of diet trauma coming to the surface. Now, another thing we want to remember when it comes to stopping feeling like such a loser when it comes to losing weight and the struggles that we have with losing weight is remembering that we are creating drama in our heads where it truly doesn't exist. We very, very often get so caught up in how far we have to go that we don't even start. The journey seems insurmountable. It seems overwhelming, especially like if like me, you have anything more than, I mean, now, this is really perception because you could feel it's overwhelming if it's just 10 kilos. Like that could seem overwhelming and too much. This is going to take me too long. It's just going to be too hard. But I would say more realistically, 20 kilos and upwards, we start to feel like this is, it's just, I've got so far to go. I've got so far to go. But my question to you isn't, you've got so far to go. My question is to you, what are you making that mean? And this is a perfect journal prompt if you really want to get to what's going on behind the scenes of this. What are you making it mean? I've got so far to go. Okay, fine. Let's say you have 40 kilos to lose. Let's say I have 40 kilos to lose. Well, that's just a statement of fact. In and of itself doesn't mean anything. But what are you making that mean? Oh my God, I'm going to have to be on some kind of torturous diet for at least six months, maybe longer. Um, I'm going to have to exercise. I don't like exercise. Exercise sucks. I'm going to never be able to eat the things that I want again. Oh my God, when this is over, I'm going to have loose skin. Oh my God, how do I feel about that? There's four horror stories for you straight up that would instantly put you off. I mean, that would send me straight to the fridge. I'd be like, fuck that. 
Where's the ice cream? Like that's painful. You are telling yourself horror stories that are not even true. They don't even exist. And we talked about this in last week's episode as well. Don't scare yourself with things that haven't even happened yet, people. It's not real. It's not true. It's not a fact. And not only that, as I said in last week's podcast, there is a soul for everything. Okay, let's say you do have loose skin when this is over. There's a soul for that, by the way. There's many souls for that. You can have surgery if that's an option that you wish to undergo. If you don't want to do that, which I've done that before. I haven't had it for loose skin. I had lipo twice, people. Fucking twice. And that was not a whole lot of fun, but I did it. Uh, it didn't work the first time. <laughs> that's why it was too much fat. Uh, right, so there's surgery that you can have. There is a myriad of garments available. I mean, my favorites, straight up, I'm just going to promote them. They're obviously not affiliated in any way. I think skims are fucking fabulous. I love the Kardashians. You're probably going to unsubscribe now. Hitting buttons quick enough. I think the Kardashians are fabulous, and I admire them. I mean, I do think they're beautiful. However, I admire their business savvy and I think that's what's incredible. So skims are just my my new best friend. I love them. Uh, and I mean, there's a, there's a ton of others that I haven't even begun to think about yet. However, ultimately and always, that acceptance has to come down to you. You only do surgery if it's something that bothers you. You don't do it because you think that's what is acceptable or I don't want people to see this. That's a bullshit reason to do anything. You can wear garments if it makes you feel more comfortable when well, you don't want to run around naked in public. <laughs> but if wearing some um, some kind of you know figure wear, body wear, <laughs> what is it called? Shapewear. Wearing some kind of shapewear makes you feel more comfortable than you wear it. Like it makes me feel comfortable. But then also I don't really love it wearing it all the time. So I don't wear it. I literally, I don't wear it when I don't want to wear it is what I want to say. I literally do not care what anybody might think or say about me. This is my body. And the only person that has to love it and accept it, you don't even have to love it. I mean, I don't, I don't even know if I can honestly say that I love my body. I don't know that I've I mean, I don't know that I can honestly say I've reached that place. I suspect if I did, if I had reached that place, I would probably know it. But I've come to a deep place of acceptance of my body. And I'm happy with that because that's gone from utter loathing and wanting to die. <laughs> I'm wanting to kill myself. I don't say that like, I don't say that just to be dramatic. That was actually the truth. I hated my body and I wanted to die. I've gone from finding it disgusting to a complete and deep, like just acceptance. I'm totally cool with it. I'm cool with it. And to the point that I'll defend it. If somebody goes, your legs are too fat, your arms are too flabby, I'll just go, go fuck yourself. Like go fuck right off. My, I think my body's fine. I think it's great. So fuck off out of my face. <laughs> I would. I would say that to anybody who has something to say about my body. Just the way I would defend a small helpless child if somebody tried to attack it or come against it. I'd be like, you better watch your back, mate, because I'm coming for you. That's how I feel about my body. It's it's helpless. It's defenseless. All it's ever tried to do is do the right thing by me. And I have attacked it from day one. I will not live that way anymore. I just, like, I simply refuse. So the next thing that is really, really important here when it comes to wanting to lose weight but feeling like you can't lose the weight and all these types of things is if you're telling yourself, BS stories, like we said, this is too hard, this is going to take too long. Very often, we subscribe to those stories. We let our brains run them, even though they're not true. We let our brains run the stories so that we have an excuse not to move forward. 
we think, we think foolishly, we think that if I, if I don't move forward, like we think moving forward is going to be painful. So I will stay here where it is not painful. That's the most fucked up piece of bullshit you can ever tell yourself. And here is why. Yes, moving pain, moving pain, moving pain would be painful. Moving forward might be a little new, uncomfortable, um, undesirable at periods. That's fine. But do you think for one microsecond that where you are now is fucking bliss? I don't think so, my friend. If where you are now was fantastic and fucking amazing, you wouldn't be desiring to change. Where you are now is not great. Where you are now is in your own shit ton of pain. With the weight that you are now, the joints that hurt, can't, if, can't sit in chairs comfortably, clothes don't fit, feel like I can't find somebody who will love me all through and through. All of that feels like complete shit. That doesn't feel good. So don't even try and tell me, uh, moving, moving forward, Kylie, is gonna be too painful. There's too much pain in moving forward. I'm sorry, is where you are now fucking magical wonderland of pixies and daisies? Because if it's not, it is time to move forward. So what is your daily practice like? What are you currently doing to start stacking your micro changes? Because micro changes, but let's be fair, micro changes will bring micro wins. Micro changes generally don't bring macro wins. Now, let me, let me explain that, let me just break it down. Micro changes, in their day-to-day -day implementation will bring micro wins. Get up with the alarm. Don't hit snooze on the alarm. I talked about this, I think, two podcasts ago about the seriousness of getting up when, when your alarm goes off and preferably before because it's a whole comparison to your comfort zone. Your bed is exactly comparative to you staying in your comfort zone. I don't want to get up. It's too hard. It's too cold. The kids need this, blah, blah, blah. Every time you hit snooze on that freaking alarm, that's you agreeing to yourself and telling your brain and your subconscious mind that it's perfectly fine to stay right here in my comfort zone where it's fucking cozy, warm and cuddly. I'll stay here in my comfort zone. And then you wonder why when you get up and you want to make the changes that you know you desire so badly, why you struggle to implement them. Because you have told your brain over and over, it's fine to quit. It's fucking fine. You don't need to do anything in a timely manner. You just stay there in your comfort zone where it feels all nice and good and squishy. Stay there. That's a fucking great idea. So again, I ask you, what is your daily practice like? Honey, you need to look at what it's like right now, and then you need to look at what you want it to be like. What are, What is the distance? What? How big is the cavern in between? Because I did this myself not too long ago. I like to do it periodically. I did it maybe, I don't know, a month ago, and I looked at what am I doing now? What are my daily habits and practices like now? And what would they be like if I was living in the exact body that I wanted to be living in? Looking the way I want to look, feeling the way that I want to feel. Listen, 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 listen. Most fucking importantly, feeling the way that you want to feel. Because we think we want to be skinny because we want to be skinny. But nobody wants to be skinny. Nobody... I know you're thinking right now, Kylie, shut the fuck up. Of course I want to be skinny. No, you don't. You don't. You want to feel a certain way and you believe that being thin will give that to you. That is the truth. It's exactly the same as nobody wants to eat chocolate. Nobody, like, nobody wants to eat chocolate. You want the feeling that you believe eating chocolate will generate for you. Nobody, like, this is just how it is. We are always and only ever in search of a feeling. 
even you when you clean your house obviously nobody wants to clean the house but you want the feeling that having a clean house will generate for you all things good and bad we do because we want the feeling that we expect it will give us so this is what's most important look at your fucking habits now and look at what they would could and should be if you were at your ideal version which what i call in my eating codes which again i give to you in the free course kyliepacks.com forward slash free course i give you each one of the five eating codes i listen this is stuff that any other coach in the world would make their professional and cornerstone course out of this no, I'm giving it to you for free because I am so fucking tired of seeing women suffer, really, truly suffer. I was suicidal over this. I shit you not. I was suicidal over my weight and the way that I felt about myself. I felt that I couldn't control myself around food. I felt that that food had a Wi-Fi connection to my brain and I was completely at its disposal. I couldn't have control of my own functions, which you know we'll talk about in another episode because of course that's not true. However... I want you to look at this and it's eating code number five. Again, please get the free course if you need more clarification on this, which I'm sure you do. Eating code number five is act like the person you want to become. If you are who you are now, which you are, and then look at the person that you want to be. What are her cornerstone habits like? What are her key driving factors? What gets her out of bed in the morning? What does she care about? What actually drives her? What does she eat? How does she talk? How does she treat herself? Does she talk like a fuckwit to herself? Oh, you're so fat. You're so stupid. Every time she walks through through the past a mirror, oh my God, I'm so fat. I'm so ugly. Ugh, so gross. Or worse, when she makes a mistake, does she go, I'm so stupid. Oh my God, I'm so stupid. You cannot afford to say those things to yourself, like you think that that has no effect, it all has an effect. It's being stored and confirmed in your mind every time you say small things like that. You can say, I mean, if you find yourself slipping and going, oh my God, I'm so stupid, I can't believe I did that, catch yourself, because this is what the next level version of you might do as well as she's learning and growing, catch yourself and go, and I'm so grateful that I'm learning how to improve in this area. That's fine. Do those things. Give yourself the upside. Every time you give yourself a downside, give yourself the upside as well. We need to compliment ourselves more because fucking society isn't going to do it. They're still promoting, you know, men look fabulous as they, as they, you know, progress and age and mature. And they're promoted as fucking virile and sex symbols. And women, you only have to look at Hollywood right now today. The stars that I grew up with, because I'm showing my age here, like Julia Roberts, um, Uma Thurman, all of the big stars, I, and now I can't think of anybody else, um, but any of them, any, they're not getting the starring roles anymore. They're just not. They're not. They've, they really have vanished into just mist. <laughs> and newer, younger, prettier versions are coming up. This, this has to be rewritten. And the only way it's going to be rewritten is by us starting with ourselves. So we can do all the protests and shit in the world that you want to do. Treat women fairly. It's fucking fantastic. I'm all for it. I am. And you've got to start with yourself. If you go home and berate yourself, that's not okay. So now you're being you're being a hypocrite, right? You can't do that. You've got to go back to your home and honor yourself first. I deserve to eat healthy meals. I deserve to be healthy. So therefore, I will eat healthy meals. I deserve the best in life. Why do I not? If there is a part of you, I'm going to wrap this up. I'm going to wrap this up for today. But if there is a part of you that resonates with this, then you know it's time for you to take action. If you wake up 
on any morning and can truly say, I am pushing myself and I am maximizing my life and I am giving the all that I have and being the best that I am and I'm bringing that to my life every day and to everybody around me, then I'm giving you the clapping hand emojis because I can't say that personally. I'm working on it and I'm wanting to be better every single day. But there are days where I still just go, I don't care today or I'm going to eat all the things today. Like, don't care. I don't want to, I'm not talking about reaching some level of, you know, perfection. It's not about that. But what it is about is you feeling good about every single decision when you that you make. When you look in the mirror, are you proud of the woman that you see staring back at you? If not, it's time to make a change. So with that, my darlings, I encourage you again, if you need further help, resources, information, skip on over, kyliepacks.com forward slash free course. You will find everything that you need there, completely free, 100% free. If I think it's a four video series, completely free. KyliePacks.com forward slash free course. I will put the link below. And if you've found today useful or even mildly entertaining, please go ahead, like, love, and share with your bestie. And as always, if you're wanting to feel like you have a semblance of control over your life, that you're heading in the direction that you want to head, like you are actually making an impact and a dent towards who it is that you want to be in your weight, in your body, in your life, then this is what you need to do. Re-listen to today's podcast, shout it out on your socials, take a screenshot, tag me so that I can come and comment and share your post. And of course, remember, the only person who has the power to change your life is you. When you step up and take full ownership and responsibility for where you are now, stop telling yourself shitty, shitty stories. That is when you absolutely have what it takes. I'm sending you tremendous amounts of love. I will see you next week. Until then, my gorgeous ones, bye for now. Thank you so much for tuning in. Remember to shimmy your butt over to kyliepacks.com forward slash free course and sign up for my free weight loss training so you can start losing your weight now. You'll also find helpful notes and resources in my past podcast that will help you lose your weight without the BS diet drama. I'll see you next week.